This episode of the This Is Reportage podcast is sponsored by USB Memory Direct. How are you delivering your clients' images these days? I know a lot of us use online galleries, and though they definitely have their benefits, when you like to give something physical as well. With clients sometimes spending thousands, I think it's a nice touch to offer them something tangible. USB Memory Direct specialise in creating custom USB flash drives with over 50 styles in various shapes, sizes and materials and they can even create completely custom shaped USBs if you're looking for something totally unique. Not only will you be giving something physical, but each USB and even the packaging can feature your logo and branding so each time they view the photos they're reminded of the fab photographer, you, who took them. It's something they'll keep forever too whereas many online galleries have a set lifetime. It's really easy to order your drives. Just head to usbmemorydirect.com to select a style and get a quote. They can even create a virtual sample of your drive so you can make sure you're getting exactly what you want. New customers can use the code FLASH15 for 15% off your first order too. Thanks to USB Memory Direct for sponsoring this episode. Hi and welcome to episode 77 of the This Is Reportage podcast. My name is Alan Law, I'm the founder of This Is Reportage and This Reportage family, and I'm a photographer too. A delight to chat to the fab Anna Puma for the podcast today. As well as being an award-winning wedding photographer herself, she's also the founder of Kick-Ass Photographers, where she offers a course, mentoring, website reviews, and now also membership which is all about getting inquiries from your dream clients and running a wedding photography business that feels like it's totally you. We talk about that on the episode today, along with many other things, including how she became a photographer after only about a month from buying her first DSLR, how she gets such fun images and attracts relaxed clients, working with her partner Todd and how that came about, why she uses the line, you're not into smushy romance on her website, Offering videography as well, mini weddings, and Netflix synopsis game, and much more. If you're a member of this reportage, you can also check out an exclusive video that Anna did for us with her partner Todd, all about website tips to attract your ideal clients. Just log into your TIR account and visit our education page to watch the video. We have over 20 hours of exclusive videos now with more added regularly. Their video is almost an hour of absolutely fantastic and practical advice on things you can do to your website to make a huge difference. A really great watch. Before we get on to Anna, just a reminder that there's now only a few days left to submit to our next round of awards. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 BST on 24th of May 2021. You need to be a member if you want to submit. Join us at thisreportage.com forward slash register for our wedding site or thisreportagefamily.com forward slash register for our family site. Right, over to Anna. Hey Anna, how you doing? Hey, I'm good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, I'm all good, all good, all fine. It's sunny here in Cornwall. How about, how about with you? Yeah, it's sunny here in East Sussex too, finally. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah, because are you near are you near Brighton? Do you live near Brighton? We're just outside Brighton, yeah. We're in the countryside outside Brighton. It's very nice here. Um uh, cool. but yeah, we're short drive into town, which is quite lovely. You know, I've never I've never been to Brighton ever. You've never been to Brighton. Uh, you must. Oh, you must. It's so It sounds great. 
yeah it's colorful and fun it's a bit like i see it as like the san francisco of england <laughs> oh cool have you been to san francisco yeah yeah it has oh, the same cool. sort of vibe yeah oh really oh okay cool i need to yeah i do need to go are you from uh, the area then originally no no i grew up in surrey uh moved to brighton moved to broadstairs now i'm sort of uh, just outside Brighton. So yeah, I sort of move around a lot. You know, us wedding photographers, we can live where we want, which is That's quite true. Nice. It is a good plus, isn't it? It's a good yeah. plus. Yeah, definitely. definitely. Um, and how's things in general with you at the moment? Are you gearing up to hopefully starting shooting again? Have you been shooting any like little COVID weddings or how? Yeah, how's yeah. I did a bunch last year, little COVID weddings. COVID weddings, such a horrible word, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. It is. <laughs> We've forgotten the use to saying it, but it's such a horrible way of saying it. Yeah. Um, yes, I've done a few, yeah, a few sort of mini weddings last year and a few already this year of just six guests at each oh, okay. one. Um, How are you yeah. finding those little mini weddings then? It depends. It very much depends. And now we're telling our couples, based on like sort of as they've gone we've said to them you know make sure your guests have got drinks and things to do because we're kind of just standing around doing nothing um so you know my first wedding back they had nothing to do really so now i'm saying you know make sure there's like in the couple of hours that we're together and we're wandering around getting pictures just you know give your guests something to do um and yeah from there sort of it's got a bit more fun and uh i've got another wedding end of may that's a bit bigger um and well they're sticking to their plans as much as they could with an actual venue and stuff and none of my weddings this year have had an actual venue they've just been town hall and then the beach <laughs> uh, okay cool that sounds nice though i've only i only yeah. did one mini wedding last october oh, right yes man uh, i've just booked a wedding just to just before talking to you today for june the 5th so that's going to be my first Amazing. wedding group at this year yeah that's good oh, I need just a <laughs> yeah i know mad isn't it yeah um and when was it when was your last full-on wedding with a dance floor when was that oh my god we're looking at we're looking at 2019 i guess um <laughs> my last actual wedding before covid was in february last year and it was one of those things where everyone was like have you heard of this virus <laughs> but it wasn't a thing um yeah. but that was only that... that was actually a mini wedding as well by chance uh, okay. so i didn't right. even get the big party but no november was the last big party we had the wow. same venue twice in a row really great parties both of them it would have been out with a bang to be fair <laughs> oh, okay that's good but that is a long time is it so november 2019 and for me it was january uh, 2020 so only two months yeah. apart no it's not mad. Much. yeah it's, it's just it's so crazy i can't imagine like i'm equally excited to get back to it and terrified of so many different things <laughs> yeah that's true I, i'm terrified of just not being able to remember what to do what do we I do? Know. What do we do, Anna? What do we do? Exactly. <laughs> you tell me. Exactly. <laughs> I guess we just point our camera things and press that button. You'll be I okay. No, I know. Put it on auto. Put it on auto. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my first wedding back was actually a film, and my next wedding in in the end of May is a film. Oh, cool! I didn't know. So you're doing a lot, quite a lot of uh, videography then. Not that many videos, but they both happen to be films, and mm. I completely forgot what I was doing. You know, like you just don't remember any of the rules because uh, with photography, there's not so many rules that you can, you can break them, but with films, you can't really break the rules. Uh, and <laughs> I know nothing really about the videography side. How long have you been offering videography as well as photography? Then years, few years. It's really, uh, it's really a good fun addition. And actually, I did an interview with a girl called Anya. She's a filmmaker. I did an interview for the membership. Um, which I'll talk about but um, she went through five top tips for doing mini films and even though I've been doing them for years I was like Anya I'm so glad I spoke to you like the stuff I learned (laughs) Uh, cool that's cool so do you you enjoy doing the video side I really do it's because with photos you know you have to snap that moment and we all have our ways of getting that moment but with film you press record 
you wait for the moment, you press stop. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, that sounds quite nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really quite easy in that sense. Obviously, there's a lot of other things you need to sort of know, but yeah, in that sense, it's just so much fun. And then, like, I like having high energy to my photos. So I like having high energy to my films too. Um, and it's just really fun when you go through the edit. You can feel like you're back there. And yeah, it's a whole whole different element if you're looking for something sort of to add to the excitement of your photography doing a little mini film can really really give you that yeah oh uh, that's quite cool that's cool how do you manage to do like full-on photography yourself and as well as offering a video then or do, do you always shoot the two of you you and todd as well or? we do now yeah we shoot yeah. together now even if it's just a two-person wedding we'll still go together um but i used to do the mini films on my own when i first started doing them <laughs> uh, as well as the photography yeah, I literally, because I, I use Fuji, so it's like so small and light. I held a camera in each hand. <laughs> wow, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I set the focus on the film one um, and pressed record. And every now and then I flick my eyes to make sure it's still, you know, got mm. them in the frame. Um, and I take photos with the other hand. <laughs> wow, that's great. Multitasking, that is. Though. Yeah, well, there's like literally so few parts of the day that really need both photo and film, like confetti, first kiss. Otherwise, you can just like even with the rings that goes on for about half a minute, right? So you can press record for a few seconds, take a couple snaps. You've got it both. Mm -hmm. um, right. So it's quite it's quite easy to do yourself. But having a second photographer definitely helps. Yes, I guess that must do. God, that sounds stressful. I get stressed enough. Well, I say that, you know, I do get nervous and stuff. But when I'm actually shooting, I'm OK. But I can't imagine yeah. having to think about video as well as photography. I think that would stress me out. I think it makes it better because you can't really stress about one thing you just have to get on with it and do both these things and mm, I, I don't know I, I, I think I just thrive on the stress and pressure to be honest <laughs> that's cool that's a good way to live life that that really is a great way um and Anna you recently you know, let's start at the beginning because you recently contributed to uh why are you a photographer group piece and you said yeah. I became a photographer about a month after buying my first DSLR which is <laughs> which is super fast so yeah can you tell us more about that about that how you got into it controversial um so <laughs> i had a little lumix a little panasonic lumix it was lovely oh, yeah. and i went traveling i went traveling around south america for five months and took some nice photos of south america like you do and i wasn't into photography i just like taking pictures like anyone does and uh i got home and i was like oh i really uh want to get a proper proper camera like what is a dslr <laughs> nikon or canon i don't know like <laughs> i have no idea i literally knew nothing so i was looking at these basic articles about what is a dslr <laughs> and it just baffled me honestly all the settings and all the different things you can buy and i just went for i think i got some sort of nikon 5000 or something like 5100 is that is that a phone or is that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i know nothing about nikon as well sorry because i can't <laughs> So I just, it was kind of random. So I bought this camera and I went traveling again with it. So I went to um, the Rockies in Canada. And I mean, it's hard to take a bad photo in the Rockies, but um, it was a, a Trek America holiday. So it was about 10 of us. We didn't know each other. And I met my, uh, my then, my now ex-boyfriend. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I met him there and he was like, oh, you're really good at taking photos and you're really good with people. You should be a wedding photographer. <laughs> Oh, wow, um, that's got a moment, yeah. really. He's a web developer, so I don't know why he suggested wedding photography. <laughs> <Yeah, that's> <laughs> <laughs> but he saw it. And I was like, at the time I was working publishing, I was a magazine editor, working nine to five in London. And it was like, oh, that sounds fun. I like a challenge. I like something new. Um, so I went to a workshop and did a little styled shoot and stuff and thought, oh, yeah, I quite like this. I could do this. And did a wedding fair, got a few bookings from that. And kind you of did just a wedding it, fair, like before actually shooting a wedding. 
Uh, I think I did one for free. Uh, okay, yeah. And then I did a wedding fair, and I booked. I booked fourteen hundred um, pound package weddings on that wedding fair. Really? Wow! Straight away, yeah, that is pretty good. Going. <laughs> yeah, that's a great way to do it. That's that's mad. What's so what year was this? When was this? Ooh, uh, 2012, 2013. Ah, <laughs> uh, cool. Yes, I started out 2012 as well. So oh, really? I'm yeah, golden age. Golden age, Anna. <laughs> <laughs> and what was, um, can you remember your very first kind of paid wedding? Do you remember that? The first actual paid wedding was 750 quid and it was my stepbrother. And oh. I was going to do it for free because I was like, you know, your family and this is like my second ever wedding. But my stepdad was like, no, 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 I'm going to give you 750 quid. Um, and that was great, but it was family. So it was a bit different. Uh, and after that, I can't, I can't remember which one was the third or the fourth or the fifth <laughs> anymore. But they all blend. No. They were always like good fun. Um, they, were, they were like, pretty much all of them were like fully paid, decent, you know, 1400 area um so I really kind of jumped right into it I think at that time I was of the mindset of just go for it <laughs> well it's such a good mindset to have as well and I I'm similar to you I jumped into the dump pen so I, the dump I, ju I jumped into the dump pen <laughs> oh man sorry I can't talk yeah you know what I mean Joe <laughs> Jumped into the deep end. That's it. I got the oh, anyway. Um, but yeah, I didn't do any second shooting either, and just kind of went for it. But I charged really. I I went. I think my first one it was like six hundred quid or something. Really low. I, I, did, I did one or two six hundred ones. I think in the mix there. Um, I got a lot of. I got some referrals from other photographers who had inquiries for low budget ones, and they were like, you know, go for Anna. She's new, and I got pretty cool weddings that way actually, which kind of helped. I think helped. That's the cool. So and did you so because like one of the things that you are known for is your fun wedding imagery <laughs> and, and there's so much personality on your site. Um, I love that you even use the phrase "super fun wedding photography for silly dorky couples." Like yeah. it's awesome. <laughs> uh, on your homepage is awesome. Yeah. So can you you know can you tell us more about that? Perhaps how you get such fun images or how you attract those relaxed, fun clients. And was it always that way? You know, it sounds like when you started talking about your first weddings that you were even getting fun, relaxed couples right away. Yeah, I think maybe it's partly personality. You sort of put it out there and people, other photographers are like, oh, you know, Anna would love this wedding or they would love Anna, for example, like on a referral. Um, I mean, I had pretty a pretty normal-ish website and branding and stuff to begin with. Um, and it started getting more and more sort of colourful and gutsy. Um, but it was just, I think I always put my personality out there completely. I always was quite... I've always tried to be a bit Marmite, you know, like quite polarizing, like love it or hate it. <laughs> Do you love Marmite? Do you like Marmite? I hate Marmite. It's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's vile, isn't it? It's, vile. it's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. I want some people to come to my website and be like, oh no, absolutely not. Because those people who say, oh, this is awful, are probably going to have a boring wedding. It's going to be in a boring venue and they won't want to have fun. Um, whereas yeah. people who do come to my website will think, yes, finally someone who's going to capture the fun. Finally someone who kind of gets us. Um, so I want to be really strong because there's so many photographers. There's so much competition yeah. and they're all doing really well. Their websites are all amazing. So it's like, well, you've got to really stand out. So and you really do. It massively, oh, stand, massively stand out. It's so good. Like I like the way you, your prices page even is called What's the Damage? Which I, I really yeah. like. <laughs> and I had to quote this one bit from your price page as well. Okay. You said, <laughs> it's so cool. It's so different to so many other photographers, which is awesome. Oh. Um, and you say, you're not into smushy romance. To you, love is making each other cups of tea without having to ask and laugh, laughing at each other's farts. That's, <laughs> okay. it's, 
<laughs> it's so cool. So many people would just be so scared of putting something like that up. It's just so well, cool. Yeah, that's the thing. Like, I know that the wrong people, the people I don't want to work for, because I don't want to have to field inquiries all day long of weddings I don't want to do or take on bookings out of desperation if they're not quite right. So I only want to get inquiries from people who totally get it. And I just thought there are absolutely people like me out there who will be like, that's hilarious. Love it. I know there are like people have said it to me. They love it. Like people comment on, on their contact form about these things that they love that I say on the website. Yeah, and I, I just thought. Those are my people. I only want, you know, like, I don't know, 20, 25, 30 weddings a year. Like, mm -hmm. I don't need to have everybody. So everyone who gets in touch already gets it. So it's almost a case of just am I available at that point? Because I know that I'm going to love their wedding and they're going to love what I do. That's so good. I think it's such great advice. Anyone listening to this, I think you've got to you've got to be a bit brave to do it, though. Isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's easier to go with the pack and the flow and look at everybody else's websites and just do the same things. And I'm going to blame as well. I, I'm not as brave as you are on your um, <laughs> like, I need to do it. I need to talk about my love of like, well, I don't know, I'm quite boring, I guess, like table tennis and like. Yeah, maybe that wouldn't go down that well. On that. <laughs> no, that's the thing. Like, it's all things that your idol client would love. So if you talk about table tennis, they'll be like, oh, we love that too. And do you know what? It's one of those things where they, do you know, so I looked at someone's book. Someone joined my membership recently and I looked at his website and he had an about page and it had a list of things he loved. And one of them was watching movies with popcorn cooked on the hob. And so the day before, I had literally made popcorn on my hob for a with a movie the day before. And it made me want to get in touch and say, hey, I did that yesterday. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and so it's those things, those little things that you might think it's nothing. You put it on your website and it makes someone almost want to get in touch just to talk about that thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's so it's so cool. It's so powerful. And we, you mentioned how maybe when you very initially started, you weren't. Well, I mean, you, you didn't have that kind of copy, did you, on your website straight away, or did you? You know, um, I think I was not not quite that extreme. No, not quite that extreme. I think it's when you're new, and also when you're maybe not booked up yet, you're scared, mm -hmm. and you think I've got to be safe. And then you get more booked up, and you think I don't have to be safe anymore because I've actually I've, I've got enough bookings. Mm -hmm. Um, so you think, oh, what the hell? I'll just go for it and put more stuff. But then you realise the more you do that, the more solid, excellent inquiries who love you you get. So then you're like, oh, okay, people are responding Should to that. that earlier. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. And also you look at other people's websites, other businesses. So there's this woman I follow on Instagram and she is epic and she swears a lot. She talks about all sorts of things that I, I couldn't eat. She's so brave. She's colorful. She's out there. She's absolutely bonkers. And I just think I love her. I'd buy anything from this woman, <laughs> like whatever it is she sold, I'd buy it because she's amazing. And I just think if that's how she makes me feel, then how can I make people feel like that about my brand? Mm, very clever very cool it's very <laughs> cool was there kind of a light bulb moment was there kind of a catalyst for really going into this 100% this kind of you know branding was there something that happened or I don't know that you just had too many weddings or was there something, something that happened <laughs> I don't know really um oh I'm not sure nothing I think it's kind of almost gradual and almost yeah. a bit like I want to stand out and be a bit different I got my friend who's a, a graphic designer to make some good make some cool designs for the website i got my ex who was a coder to code it up and look a bit different and then sort of the more gutsy we got with the design little bits and bobs here and there i was like oh yeah this is cool let's go a bit further 
Um, and also, I think over the past few years, I've become more gutsy and sort of colourful and stuff myself as a person. Like I've shaved my head and got a mohawk and <laughs> and I've like started wearing really outrageous clothes. And I think I'm finding myself more. And the more I find myself, the more I'm like, I'm going to put myself out there and just be a bit more wacky. And yes. I'm absolutely attracting my tribe. Like I went, I've started wearing clothes from Lucy and Yak, who are very, very colourful and fun and out there. And I was in Lucy and Yak a couple of weeks ago in the shop and trying stuff on. And I was, you know, probably annoying the sales assistant. And then we were talking to her about how we want to wear all these outfits that I was trying to the weddings we shoot. She was like, oh, I'm getting married. Be my wedding photographer. No, <laughs> really? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So you absolutely attract your tribe when you just be yourself and put it out there. Um, and she, she emailed me the very next day. She said, I haven't even got a venue or a date. When are you free? I'm booking it around you. Um, so awesome. just put yourself out there. Be 100% unashamedly yourself. And the right people will come. That's proper cool. I think it's so good. I need to do it. I, I need to do it a lot more. I, I, I really, really do. It's so cool. I love it. Don't be afraid. I know. I just got to do it. I've got nothing to lose as well anyway. I don't know why I don't. Yeah, You've got to have the attitude. There's nothing to lose. What's going to happen? What's, like, do you, are you fully booked? And if Kate, in which case, like, just go for it. See what happens. Yeah. That's true. No, it makes sense, definitely. <laughs> and it's great advice to anyone listening as well. Just putting more of you out there That's into it. your business. You don't business. have to be, yeah, it's not about being wacky or colourful or outrageous or rude or anything like that. It's about being you and knowing who you want to attract and doing whatever it is about you that attracts those people. Like, it doesn't have to be crazy, extroverted. It could be anything. Just embrace who you are. Mm, that's great advice it's good life advice as well i think it's, it's really yeah cool. i have it's it's transformed my life like being more myself has definitely made me feel much more comfortable and and happy yeah that's awesome you sound very happy and i bet then you never <laughs> get any clients that just don't get you you never get those uh, weddings or they just yeah don't understand what you're doing the only time i had that was when i got a referral from another photographer who um over covid she couldn't shoot the wedding anymore and i was very very local and um, right. so she passed it on to me and I was like, this is not my kind of client. Um, oh. she got the, the bride got the picture featured in Vogue. Oh, and wow. I was like, that is so not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite cool though. <laughs> A bit different. <laughs> yeah, it's different. I was just like, but you just, it's, it's only ever, I don't put myself down for referrals because generally they don't get it because they didn't find me. They didn't come to me yeah. uh, and they don't really work out as well. I understand that. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Ferals can be a funny thing. If you're really different, if you're really unique, which you are, then it's quite, yeah, a, yeah it can be a funny thing. Um, found, oh, sorry. <laughs> oh, no, I was just, just, okay. just going to say, because you mentioned um, about your membership earlier. And so I was going to say yeah. ask about that anyway. So, you know, you're a busy woman, Anna, as well as doing your own weddings. You also founded <laughs> um, Kick-Ass Photographers, which is awesome. So, yeah, can you tell us more about that? You know, how you came up with it, what, what it is, what you offer and your membership as well? Yeah, so it started off doing a workshop or I think so I did mentoring one-to-ones a few years ago, well, about five years ago now, and um, then some workshops in person. Uh, and I started a Facebook group around it. And then I started writing these like blog post generators, <laughs> which, which sounds kind of random, but I was, a, I was a writer, I was a publisher. So I, and, you know, wedding photographers struggled to write. Oh, actually, it started with about me pages. They struggled to write about themselves. So oh, yeah. I wrote this template and it was a pre-filled template. So they just had to pick from the drop downs. Um, so oh, it cool. made it really easy. Um, so I made that and I made a blog post one too and did that all sort of under the Kick-Ass Photographers brand. And then last year I created a course on how to have a website um, basically that converts. So not 
not like here's what exactly exactly what to do but here's how to put yourself into it like the stuff we've just been talking about uh-huh. um so i did a course in that which went well and then earlier this year yeah i launched a membership so i thought i've got all these great people following me and i'm you know giving all this advice out for free on my facebook facebook groups i was like i'm just gonna make a membership and make them pay for it <laughs> yeah no it makes sense, it makes sense. <laughs> And I thought I I love helping people. I love sharing all this stuff and giving and making fun videos for people and stuff like that. And I thought if I could be paid for it, then I'd be actually able to actually do it for a job. So I'd be, you know, I'd be doing it every single week because I'm being paid for it. I was like, yeah, this is a great idea. So I started to put more into it then as well, wouldn't it? You'd be able to put more of your time into it as well. Yeah, exactly. Like I want it to become like 50, 50 with weddings. I don't want to stop doing weddings because the fact that I'm a current working wedding photographer is really important for me and the membership because I share behind the scenes tips, things I've learned that day at the wedding, what I'm working on, how I'm editing, Stuff like that. It's really important to still doing weddings. Yeah, everything. Oh, (laughs) Um, cool. But yes, I've sort of found my people with this membership and uh, all the super fans of the uh, big Facebook group came and joined immediately. And I give them my referrals now. So that's the thing. Like, they are the same mindset. They've got the same sort of vibe as me. And therefore, the referrals that I'm putting out into the membership, they're really suitable for. That sounds perfect. It says win-win for everyone. Yeah, yeah. It's been so much fun doing the membership. It's really been like quite a laugh. It's been great. <laughs> oh, that's really cool. When, when did you start it, the membership? Then? Is that quite recent? Um, March, I think it was. Okay, yeah, so. only a couple of months ago. I think we've just turned over to two months now. Um, okay. Yeah. You, you enjoying it so far? You sound like you are. So much. It's just so my kind of people. And we had a launch party. We had a Zoom launch party. <laughs> we all got dressed up. We played Never Have I Ever wedding oh, games. Wow. So, like, that's cool. You never have I ever did a did a at a wedding. <laughs> it was so <laughs> fun because like <laughs> it was things like you know run out of memory mid first dance or forgotten how to use my flash or been told hey, you know have you taken any good ones yet that sort of thing. Oh yeah, that sounds good. That sounds yeah, good. it was good fun. So we bonded over that, and um, I am currently putting together little like welcome packs for people because one of the guys in the membership is a tea blender. In his now quit now now le- he's now left it, but his full time job is a tea blender. So he made us a kick ass tea. Oh wow, gosh, that's cool. <laughs> is it nice? Have you tried it? It's so good. I mean, he gave me a couple of different options, and I, I picked this one because it was the best. So it's chocolate digestive flavor. It's amazing. Wow. <laughs> how does that even happen? How does how does he do that? That is cool. I know. I, I'll send you one. I'll send you a little pack of <laughs> all the members. <laughs> Oh, no, that's awesome. And so if people are interested in, you know, in your membership, how do they find out more? What do they do? Yeah, they can find it on kickassphotographers.com forward slash collective um, or just on the homepage. You can see links to the collective as well. Um, and, yeah, they just sign up and join us. It's on it's on a platform called Mighty Networks, which is really cool because it's like Facebook, but without all the stuff. Oh, OK, <laughs> cool. I've not heard of that. No, it's great. It's got the feed so everyone can chat on the feed and messenger and it's got an area where I can hold all the content um, and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's it's a really cool platform. Uh, that does sound really good. That sounds nice. yeah. cool. And, and I know that you really know what you're talking about as well. And, I mean, you did a video uh, for, for our members as well, which yeah. was awesome, um, which was yeah, really, really cool. You did a video. And I'll, before I talk about the video, yeah, so uh, also I'll, I'll include um, a link to your kick-ass photographers as well. So if people can, uh, if they want to head to thisreportage.com, to this blog post uh, for this podcast episode, you know, I'll, I'll include a link through to you there as well. And, 
Thanks. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I know you know your stuff because we did a we did a video and you did um, you talked about yeah website tips to attract your ideal clients, which was awesome. Thank you. I learned loads from there, um, and oh, the video is available for for members to watch now. I really recommend it. It's so good. But yeah, but for people who haven't seen it yet or maybe aren't members, could I can I put you on the spot, Anna? And uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and just ask as as like a little preview, you know, if you could only give one tip on attracting your like your ideal clients, you know, to, to and so to your website um, to attract your ideal clients. If you could only give one tip, what would that one tip be? I would say, oh, it sounds boring, but start with the foundation of knowing who you want to attract. Because right. I could say like add personality or you know, that sort of stuff. But actually, without knowing who you want to attract in the first place, you don't know which parts of your personality to put on there. Mm -hmm. um, and so just having a really, I mean, it's the whole sort of idle client thing that everyone talks about, but really knowing who I want to attract, just it answers all questions. What photos should I put in the portfolio? What jokes shall I make? What questions should I ask on the concept for? What should I share about myself? What pictures should I share of myself? Um, what should my tagline be? All of it comes down to who do I want to attract in the first place. Uh, yeah, it makes total sense. <laughs> Great tip, great tip. And that video is awesome. It's it's so good. So good. Oh, Thank you is. again for that. That was really cool. <laughs> awesome. Let's change tack a bit, Anna. Let's change tack. Ooh. Yeah. Let's go left field. Actually, it's not that left field because it's something that maybe we all do. But do you do you watch much kind of Netflix or TV or anything? Oh yeah. Yeah, big time. Okay, good. We're gonna do that. We're gonna do gonna do a little game. Okay, you ready Ooh, for a little game? Love yeah. a game. Little game, yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna read out a little Netflix synopsis of either a movie or a series, and we're gonna see if you can get it. Oh my god! Okay, go. Okay, okay. So first one. Uh, this is a series. Right? Okay, so the synopsis is: thrown out by his girlfriend, slacker Jeremy moves in with his friend Mark, who has a very different. Oh, nice! <laughs> <laughs> Straight away. Yeah. yeah, boom. That's it. I've only seen a few episodes of that. You know, really? you watched... I've seen them all many times. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so... Really. I need to watch more of it. That was good. Okay, that's a good, very good start. Good start. Okay, this next one's a bit more, uh, well, it's very different. So this is a, a Netflix documentary. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's awesome. But okay, so um, a filmmaker forges an unusual friendship with an octopus living in a South African kelp forest, learning as the animal shares the mysteries of her world. I've heard of this. It's I've so not seen good. I'm going to say, is it called the octopus? Oh, it's close. you got the one <laughs> word in there. <laughs> it's called um, My Octopus Teacher. Yeah. That's right. People told me to watch that. I Honestly, forgot about it's it. It's so good. It's it's really, it's awesome. Like life-affirming. Oh. It's fun. Yeah, it's really That's good. Cool. Yeah, cool. Okay, last one. Last one. You're doing well. You've still got octopus. That's good. <laughs> you gave me a clue with octopus. <laughs> <laughs> okay this one is a kind of docu-series on netflix as well which is also awesome okay um finding love can be hard for anyone for young adults on the autism spectrum exploring the unpredictable world of dating is even more complicated uh, oh oh <laughs> oh I feel like I've seen adverts for it. I love the sounds, Anna. Anyway, you make great sense. <laughs> My thinking sounds. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm going to have to pass. I, can't, I don't know. It's called Love on the Spectrum. It's... Oh, I mean, you kind of spelled it out, didn't you? I should have got that. <laughs> well, I think that would have been tricky. Honestly, that is amazing series as well. Oh, it's yeah. beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. I love it. It's so good. Oh, yeah. oh. What are you watching at the moment? Are you watching anything good at the moment? We are. Oh, watching The Office, the US Office, of course, much better. Uh, um, yeah, I don't series know. love it. I don't even know. It's uh, series though of the American one, isn't it? Is I know. I never know what exactly. I don't know what series anything. I'm, I, I never did follow the numbers, but the one where Catherine Tate's in it. 
Oh, okay. I've not got. I've, I've only watched uh, like about six or seven episodes of the first series. Actually, it's good That's though, it. isn't it? It's, it's good. <laughs> you didn't get it. You didn't get it. I know. Oh. I, I know. We're kind of in between a series at the moment. So I hate being in that that point. You know, when you're yeah. not watching something. It's, We've uh... just finished a series called The Flight Attendant. Oh, okay. What's that about? Is yeah. it about a? It's on It's on Now TV. It's, it's got Kaylee uh-huh. Kuoko from uh, Big Bang Theory. Um, she, I think, produced it actually, and it was—it's a, a bit of a, a drama actually. It's very good. Quite enjoyed it. Okay. Oh, hmm, sounds good. Now <laughs> TV though, aren't you quite you're posh having Now TV, aren't you? Though, well, we did a trial and we forgot to cancel it. So, oh. like, <laughs> watch <laughs> to make the most of it. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> um, awesome. Okay, yeah, I'm going to check that out. If it's although I don't have Now TV, so is it on anything else? Is it just oh, on now? Get the trial. No, I don't know. Um, we no, actually did... got. I tell you something. We got oh. the trial of Now TV so we could watch the Britney documentary. Oh. <laughs> is that any good, by the way? Is it any good? I don't know. It's hard to really decide how you feel about it, really. It doesn't make her look very good. Um, just feel sort of sorry for her. We started to watch the BBC documentary on Britney that was released oh. like last week or something. And... I didn't know there was one. I love Oh, there is, yeah. You love Britney, do you? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. yeah, she's a bit weird now, but I don't know if, if that's her or if it's like her dad controlling her i don't know it's very weird it is all strange isn't it yeah, yeah. her instagram have you seen her instagram no oh it's just her dancing on the camera all the time all the time like it's just very very odd yeah that sounds um <laughs> sounds quite good it sounds quite good actually i used to love watching her dance when i was like 17 or so oh no she's not dancing proper dancing she'll spin around a few times and that's it oh right <laughs> okay. it's not actual like performance dancing it's literally her in her living room spinning around <laughs> It's very strange. <laughs> the BBC documentary was talking about like finding out that maybe maybe she's got dementia or something. She's taking drugs. Oh, for the... yeah. oh my god! Yeah, you should watch it. We didn't finish it all because it's strange them talking to all these super fans all the time, and you just don't know what. Oh, oh it's just a bit bizarre, yeah. but it was quite interesting. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's go off Britney. Although I, I I did love Britney back in the day. Yeah. Uh, to- Toxic yeah. is still a great song as well. I love it all. I love it all. So good. <laughs> um, let's change back to something a little bit more. Well, maybe serious, but maybe not. Let's see. Let's see where it goes. <laughs> um, Anna, when you've reached old age and you're looking back at your life, what would you like to think about the life you've led? Oh, adventurous. It's got to have been adventurous. I've got yeah. to have always taken chances, t- taken any adventure and said yes to things that scare me. Mm, that's cool. It is good saying yes to things that scare you, isn't it? Yeah. It is good. It is, you know what? I went to a. I, I'm part of this thing called the Yes Tribe, um, and I went to a festival called Yesterval a few years ago, and uh, it was a festival like with tents and stuff. But instead of bands, it had people talking about their adventures. Um, and was that in the UK or somewhere else? Yeah, yeah, it was down in uh, West Sussex okay. in Pulborough, um, and we all ate all our meals together and sat around the campfire and all made good friends. And it was just so wholesome. I loved it. Um, And the whole thing is about saying yes more. And what really stuck with me is that actually you should say no more in order to say yes more. So you say no to things like small jobs that won't get you anywhere or Mm. things to say no to things you won't enjoy, because then you're saying yes to yourself. You're saying yes to your free time. You're saying yes to your boundaries. You're saying yes to your own life. Um, so yeah I, that was quite a big lesson I took from that oh, that is cool that's a really good way to look <laughs> at it actually it is so true and, it, and I think it's something that 
well everybody can find hard but you hear wedding photographers a lot of times saying that it's hard for them to say no to any yeah. kind of thing and it is important to to do yeah yes is. you've got to i say no to a lot of inquiries because i'm like well firstly it's i don't know maybe far away and i don't want to travel mm-hmm. that far or maybe it's just they're not in- excited enough about me yeah no i get that <laughs> like mm-hmm. or maybe it's a small job or maybe they're only asking about price or whatever i'll say no because that's not going to make me happy Um, And I know I'm in a sort of privileged position of having enough work to be able to say no, but it's by saying no, that you're keeping those, you know, peak dates available so that when someone perfect comes along, you can say yes to that one instead. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Very cool. Cool. There's a certain, you need to have a certain confidence though, don't you? I guess. Mm, I think so. Yeah. It it is really, really, even for me, it's hard to say no sometimes, but I just think to myself, I picture getting an inquiry the next day after they after this say say it's a wedding i don't want to take on on a peak date and i and i take it and i book it and then the next day i get an inquiry that is amazing for that same date how would i feel that's what tells me nope say no to this yeah that's good to have in your mind that is that is good. yeah very good <laughs> um okay let's 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 change tack again slightly what's what anna is the most bizarre or funniest thing that you've ever seen at a wedding the most bizarre thing hmm or funniest, Ooh. or something that's just memorable. Oh, and <laughs> it's funny putting it on your spot, isn't it? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's always so many things in our heads, but then as soon as someone asks you, like you just forget everything. That's it. Do you know what? There was this one wedding we did in in 2019. I want to say last year because it basically is last year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where two guests, so the groom's surname was Dimmock, and we were in Yorkshire, and yeah. Dimmock sounded enough like Tunnock for them to dress up like tonics tea cakes oh wow cool. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> so they so these two guests dressed up as tonics tea cakes but they dressed up they were like so the tea cakes were huge like i can't tell you how massive these these costumes were but they were metal they were steel wow. <laughs> they made these tea cake costumes out of steel they were wearing them and they were standing out in the hot sun waiting to be called in for their like i think they were going to call the uh, cake cutting yeah. so they were waiting for that to be announced, cake cutting to be announced. So they're outside in the sun, everyone's in the tent. And dad gets up and decides who's going to do a speech now. And then someone else gets up and they do their speech now. And these people are like sweltering in these steel <laughs> outfits, <laughs> dressed up like Tunnock's tea cakes. And in the meantime, the gossip behind the scenes is that because it was such a hot day, the cake maker had gone over a bump in the road on the way down and the cake was ruined. <sighs> Gosh. So no one knew this, and the Tunnock's tea cake dressed up people didn't know this. So there was never going to be a cake cutting. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "What do we do? <laughs> How do we get around this?" <laughs> oh man, that is a funny one. Oh, it was nuts! I got a picture of these Tunnock's tea cakes. People, I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can include that on the blog post of this uh, podcast episode. Actually, yeah, yeah, I should put it into the awards. Actually, I don't know why I didn't think of putting that one in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you like um Tonics tea cakes i do yeah they're quite nice aren't they yeah they are pretty good, yeah. they're pretty good. Now what's there. your favorite biscuit overall like oh it depends if i'm feeling classy i'll go for a waitrose you know double triple chocolate cookie oh, that sounds good. If I'm, yeah they are so good or if i'm not feeling classy i like a bourbon oh yeah they're nice as yeah. well but I can't eat bourbons because I will eat the entire packet in one go so <laughs> if I get them. <laughs> I haven't had one of those in ages. They're, they're, they're kind of like rectangular dark biscuits, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're a classic. They are mm, good. So good. 
<laughs> I used to love custard creams when I was a kid. Oh, they're like a similar family, aren't they? To they are. They're equal. Really. Yeah, yeah. They go hand in hand. Mm. <laughs> oh, it's making me hungry now. I should not yeah. talk about biscuits. After <laughs> I know. Lunch. I know. Um, okay, Anna, as well. Other than photographic skill, what skills or attributes do you think wedding photographers should have? People. Definitely people skills, 100%. Mm. Like, I know yeah. you're all about reportage and documentary, but I think even that needs people skills. Like, mm. you you've got to be nice and able to talk to people and able to fit in at a wedding, you know? It's so important. Yeah. It's massive, isn't it? I guess you, I mean, I can just tell from talking to you, you know, you seem so confident. I guess you've never had a problem with that kind of people side. Well, I just enjoy talking to people and I, I don't, I don't, I guess I kind of, I don't see myself from the outside. So I kind of just bulldozer into a situation <laughs> and get involved without sort of seeing how I might look or feel about it. I just kind of do it. <laughs> That's good though. <laughs> If I started looking at myself from outside and thinking about stuff more, I might be more anxious to get involved and stuff, but I don't really think about it. So I just go ahead and just chat to people, get involved, say whatever. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's why I like Skyping couples as well, because they can see that I'm that sort of person and that's, that's what I'll be like on their wedding day. Perfect. Do you ever get no? I talk about nerves semi often, but I guess do you <laughs> never get nervous about like Zooms or, or shooting or anything? Are you, are you never nervous? Yeah, I get nervous before a wedding. And as soon as I step in, it's all right. Um, like mm. step into the first room or whatever, it's fine. I do get nervous. Yeah. Um, Zooms, not so much, really. Uh, I don't know. It depends. It depends on the other people. Sometimes if it's a really awkward couple, it can be like a bit awkward at the time. But I don't really go in with expectations. So I, I don't really get nervous about a Zoom, really. Mm. That's good stuff. That's good stuff. I need. <laughs> I always get a bit nervous about things. See, even though we've spoken before, I still get nervous about like doing this podcast talk. Oh, me fun. too. Yeah. yeah. This stuff, yeah, this sort of thing is like, that's why I don't go live in my group or anything. <laughs> yeah. <It's> terrifying. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah, totally. Yeah, this is good. This is pre-recorded, isn't it? So it doesn't yeah. matter, actually. Well, it that's it. Matter. And I've done, I've done my fair share of what a fair share. I've done a few interviews now for the membership and... The worst bit, like, I was really nervous to interview people because I was like, what if it doesn't flow? What if I can't think of questions? What if I'm not listening by accident because I'm thinking of the next question or something like that? That's what I worry about. But then... What? what? Um, what? I was joking. Yeah. I was listening. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> bad, exactly. bad joke, bad dad joke. But I find the worst bit is because you've been chatting for a few minutes before and then you have to be like, oh, hey, so this is so-and-so, as if you haven't been talking. And like, I did one last week and we kept on talking over each other during the hey bit. And I was like, ah, start again, start again. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, it's funny. It's a funny thing, isn't it? It's, it's, it's so, you know, it's weird that I get nervous about so many things. And yet I've chosen to do a career where... I'm just, there's so many things to be nervous about all the time. It's I weird. I think that's that... probably on purpose. I think people do that. You kind of go in at the deep end. You think, okay, what am I most scared of? Subconsciously, I think what people think to themselves, they do what, they don't think to themselves, actually. I think subconsciously, people do the things that scare them because you must have something in you that says, be brave and challenge yourself. Otherwise, you'd be in a desk job. Yeah, maybe. I guess maybe that's true. Yeah, just a massive podcast, right? Like, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> in you there <laughs> i guess so yeah i guess so no true yeah it's true it's true um and you work with your partner todd which i mentioned yeah. before and you mentioned um and i love this line from your bio so i'm quoting loads of your bio lines but i like it it's got, and you said you say on your site um we met in 2018 after todd had stalked he would say yeah. followed my work me for three years it's, yeah can yeah. you tell us more about that how, how you yeah how you came to work together it was amazing. Yeah. So he apparently he he was a wedding photographer himself or, you know, 
starting new wedding photographer right and i shot at the wedding of an old school friend of his so he kind of came i came onto his radar at that point in 2015 um and from then on he followed me that i didn't know about and, um, and then not physically after, following you like so no just... well who knows <laughs> <laughs> i am um, uh what was i gonna say <laughs> just talking about him stalking <laughs> you really and him following you for a few <laughs> Yeah, like he, yeah, he basically just emailed me and said, oh, that's right. He, I, I had broken up with my ex at this point and I wrote on my about me page that I was currently a bit of a um, nomad because I was kind of like living back at my old house, but not living there, staying with friends and stuff like that. Um, And so he apparently was on my about page as these fans do. um, (laughs) And he said he saw the word nomad and he'd recently broken up with his ex too and he's back with his parents. So he was like, I saw the word nomad, totally resonate. See, this is the thing. You put up things on your website that resonate, right? And people come into your life because they want to talk about it. So he saw the word nomad. He got in touch. Um, Actually, I can read you his email. I've got it here. Okay, go on. (laughs) He said, hey, Anna, there's probably no way I can put this without sounding weird. So fuck it. Fellow wedding photographer here. I've been stalking your work since you shot an old school friend's wedding back in 2015. Checked in on your website earlier. And I'm also currently a nomad dog walking the beaches of Sussex and Kent while on a on a little unexpected career hiatus, ahem, life went to shit. The parallel got me in the feels and inspired me to finally reach out and rattle off this quick fawning fan message. Thanks for all the inspiration I've sneakily been taking over the years. Ha! Since I'm currently not in a position to get married and hire you to photograph it as a token of my gratitude, are you planning any workshops or anything like that this winter? It would be nice to buy you a tea. Wow. That is so a week cool. later, we were a couple. <laughs> oh, wow, a week. Gosh, that's awesome. That's such a story. It's like you could make a film out of that. That's cool. <laughs> wow. That's it. it was, we just got on so well. We were just joking immediately and we met up within a week and it was, we got on immediately and it was just, it was meant to be. We didn't even talk about it. It was meant to be. And, and then he was like, he wanted some experience. So I was like, come along and second shoot my weddings this year. Uh, no pay. And I won't charge a couple, whatever you want the experience. And he was like a very similar style to me. Um, we worked so well together. Like he gets the shots I don't get and he sees the things I don't see. So we just worked so, so well. And I was like, that's it. Like, I'm just going to put you in all my packages now. You're coming to all my weddings. I'll pay you. I won't charge the couple more because it's so much easier for me having you there. Right. And that's it. We've just not shot a wedding separately since. Oh, that's so cool. That's such a great story, isn't it? It's such a great story. It's so mad how it's coming about from like you, yeah, putting that on your website and then him being so proactive as well, though, as well. And, I you know. know. Yeah, very, very brave. <laughs> Both very, yeah, yes, people. It's very cool. Both brave. Yeah, it's really yeah, great, exactly. great story. That is great. Story. <laughs> Who's going to shoot your wedding if you if you get married? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, I would, I, I mean, I kind of love the idea of everyone having those old little um disposables because oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i've got so many wedding photographer friends like give everyone a disposable everybody and just like just see That's what silly true. stuff comes up i don't know like be- you see so many wedding photos you almost get sick of wedding photos <laughs> yeah, I, <get> that. <laughs> I, <understand> that. <laughs> I would probably get someone i don't know who i always wanted to have marianne marianne chua but now we're such oh, good yeah. friends like I couldn't have her as my photographer. Um, it's a it's a difficult one. Like is, I don't know. I don't even want to think about that. I know, I'm just putting <laughs> you on the spot now. I don't even know if you're engaged or not or anything. So. No, no, we're not. No. Uh, okay. Oh, Todd. Todd needs to get on it. Is listening. Is he there now? Is he? <laughs> yeah, he's in the next room. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh that's funny i want to i want to go not that i'm just inviting myself but i just want to go to a wedding that i'm not shooting at some point i just want to do that yeah i spoke to my friend he's a wedding photographer i spoke to him on zoom last week and he was like i'm finally gonna get married he's been engaged for like nine years i'm finally getting married and i was like yeah, yeah i can't wait to come he was like oh yeah you know um i'd love to you to have your photo i was like no 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 no, no. i'm not taking photos I want to come and party. Yeah. I'm not taking <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, I get that totally. Mm. Yeah. I can't remember the last wedding I went to now that I was, um, I was a guest. Oh, no, my sister's wedding a couple of years ago. Yeah, so I didn't shoot that one, obviously. I was a guest. How was that. it? What was it like that. being a guest? Oh, it was, it was nice. I know. It was nice. Yeah, it was nice. I, know, I think it was the, on the morning, my dad was, obviously, he was the father of the bride because she's my sister. But he kind of told me how um, I was going to be doing his speech for him, which I didn't know oh, I was going to cool. be doing. So. Thank mm. you. <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> so knowing me, that made me a bit nervous then as well. But yeah, I was yeah. only reading his words, but still, anyway, yeah. Uh, but it was fun. Photographer. Um, so I recommended Christian Levin for that. So oh, yeah. Cool. Chris... So what was it like? So did you watch him work and that sort of thing? Did you chat? Yes, I did, and I made sure he was fed as well. And I did watch him a bit, but then most of the time, you know, you just don't realise, do you? You just kind of forget. No. So I just enjoy. And yeah, it's odd looking at the photos. They were great. He did brilliantly. It's just oh. odd looking at the photos when you're in them as well. Yeah, 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 really weird. I think it's probably good to be on the other side, even as a guest, just to see what it's like. Yeah, that's true. And when I got married, it was a long time ago now, like 13 years ago. So I, wow. I was a wedding photographer then. It'd be very different. I was doing it now. I'd be watching them now like a hawk. I think I would. That's yeah that's kind of it isn't it you don't want it to be a workshop on your wedding day <laughs> no that's true yeah that's true you could just do it selfie style you and todd both oh you know, get the gopro yes yeah. be cool though wouldn't it? that'd be amazing do you know what i'm thinking of actually for my mini wedding films we've bought a gopro because we realized that when you do a wedding film with um like a fuji or something people don't know you're doing it and my films i know I do shoot documentary, but also for a film, I want people to play up to the camera just a little bit because when yeah. it's a film, you need a bit of extra energy. And so having a GoPro, people know it's a film and yeah. they might grab it off you and they might take some footage of themselves. And I really want that energy in my videos. So I'm going to start taking the GoPro along. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. And what yeah. kind of mount? You're going to like mount it to your head or something? Or, or... No, no, just on a, on a stick. Just carry uh, around yeah. a stick. Yeah, it's got really good like motion. What's it called? So it doesn't get judgery or anything. I don't know what it's oh. called. <laughs> <laughs> technical here <laughs> oh that sounds a good idea though yeah definitely yeah i think it'd be quite fun i'm doing my next wedding um and it's a, it's a film that they want on the next wedding so i'm thinking for that one i'll play it safe on the camera but i might mount it to the top of the camera to see how it looks from a gopro's point of view i think that'd be good i did that a few years ago just for two weddings I, i've just mm -hmm. i just had a gopro anyway so i thought it might be good just kind of behind the scenes kind of look so i yeah i put it on top of my camera and it was quite yeah. fun but it was yeah. i kept forgetting to turn it on and off and stuff so. oh no <laughs> yeah too, I, get, I know too much for me to think about too much for me to think about yeah that's it yeah um, Anna, let's let's change the tack again slightly. Let's talk about um, kind of editing. So not, I don't normally talk oh. about that that much. So do, yeah, editing in general. You know, can you tell us a bit about how you do your yours? Do you have any tips or advice, or do you do it all yourself, or do you outsource? You know, what your does it? He calls and edits. Oh, does he? Oh, a bit nice. <laughs> <laughs> I pay him a third of all our weddings, and he right. second shoots, calls and edits. And oh, if I want him to do something else, little random jobs, he'll do those. Um, so. Uh, yeah. So he's like slay he's like enslaved in a cave like next to you or something. Like <laughs> yeah, he literally is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't really have any editing tips really. I mean no, that's cool. I mean, that works really well for you both then having yeah. that system though. That's really good. It does. 
yeah, and I was outsourcing before anyway to actually a past bride who she was a Photoshop editor, um, like doing headshot photoshops, and I I trained her in Lightroom, and she was my editor for a while, oh, and now cool. she then she became like the go-to wedding photographer's editor, um, right. but she's taking she's only got a select few clients now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was always nice to outsource it. Yeah, yeah, I did I did that a few years ago with Photo Faffa, I think it was. That yeah, was yeah, called. yeah. Yeah, and I had I think I had the experience that quite a few people have like the first couple of weddings that you get back for them are good and then it just starts to go um, downhill so it's taking me like longer I, yeah you've got to go with someone you know and you can say to them look can you they're human who like for me the past bride knows exactly my style because she chose me for it and Todd shoots the weddings with me um, <laughs> so having like I don't know another wedding photographer do it for you would be ideal because they get it whereas mm. like a big company they'll just put your preset on make sure it's all exposed right yeah and give it back and it's like you want a bit more care so people will say that they're sort of anti-outsourcing the editing because they've got to put the craft they, they want to do the craft themselves and stuff but if you get the right person they'll they'll get it and then you've got free time <laughs> oh, i totally understand that it totally makes sense yeah totally <laughs> um let's change tack again slightly so many okay. quick fire questions it's great yeah, I love this. I love but, it. okay <laughs> do you love four weddings and a funeral uh it's been a really long time so i've got this thing where i can watch a movie so many times over and still be shocked by the ending because i have a really bad memory <laughs> no, <don't worry. laughs> That's funny. i've seen it at least twice but i cannot tell you a single thing about it <laughs> oh really gosh oh, i love that i love that film yeah. what's your favorite film ever then just to put you on the spot oh well don't judge me but i i've got to go with the um the guilty pleasure pitch perfect oh i haven't seen that i don't even know what that's about it's just a musical. It's just fun. It's oh, like really? uh, it's about an a cappella group at, at university. Like it's just a really oh. silly. It's got like um, Rebel Wilson in it, and it's just really fun. <laughs> I don't know who that is either. Really? Who's that? <laughs> Sorry, Rebel don't. Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to go watch Pitch Perfect if you want to. <laughs> if you're in a bad mood and you want to be in a good mood, put on Pitch Perfect and you'll be in a good mood. Uh, okay. Is it on Netflix? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I think so. I can check out. I yeah. like musicals in general, so. Oh, oh, and the Greatest Showman. Oh, oh that is good, isn't it? Yeah, it's just yeah. makes you feel good. We have that. I know it's not a Christmas film, but that's kind of like a Christmas tradition for us to watch the Greatest oh. Showman around that time. Yeah, that's we all love it as a family. It's cool. Do you know what we like as a Christmas tradition? Is Hallmark movies. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> cool. So bad. They are so bad. I can't <laughs> stop watching them. They're all. I don't the know if I've watched any actually. I don't know. Oh, they are. Well, when you've seen one, you've seen them all. They oh, literally. Right. <laughs> same plot but it's just so easy to watch when you're snuggled up and it's getting dark at like 3 p.m it's just yeah oh, love it oh, <laughs> i'd love christmas movies in general i love that yeah kind of time. yeah so <laughs> uh, what's your favorite christmas movie i don't know actually should we be talking about christmas is it bad luck to talk about christmas like outside of christmas i don't know i think or you just it... make it up <laughs> yeah it's is it Chris... singing christmas songs is bad luck though isn't it is out it that's what I've always it's heard. It's bad luck if you, if you tell yourself it's bad luck, right? <laughs> yeah. <I know. laughs> You're so right. There's <laughs> like oh. people have like, um, what's the thing where you think it and it happens? The um, abundant, no, not abundant. Uh, it's a big movement where people like basically think something and then it happens. There's oh, a word for right. it. I kind of know. I think I know what you mean, but yeah, I don't know. Not the word, but um, it's like that. If you think something's going to be bad luck, then you're going to be, subconsciously making it bad luck because you'll be thinking about it and looking for all the things that could prove that it was bad luck <laughs> it, that totally makes sense yeah that's true okay I know, you can sing all the carols you want <laughs> <laughs> but no you're not allowed to you're not allowed to Anna. <laughs> 
literally right now i'm wearing christmas leggings oh really (laughs) (laughs) it's a podcast do what you want (laughs) oh that's funny that's funny i can't i can't i don't know how we got onto the christmas subject oh no you got onto the christmas subject yeah you got onto the christmas with the hallmark films i think oh yeah Mm. yeah yeah (laughs) but what's okay but what is your overall favorite christmas film while we're on the subject oh probably elf because what's his name so funny it's yeah. awesome, isn't it? It is so good, that. It is yeah, so good. Yeah, it's such a classic. Yeah, I do love that. <laughs> anyway, okay, let's go off Christmas. Let's go off Christmas. <laughs> okay, Anna, first thing or things that come to your mind when I ask, what makes you happy? Oh, is that the question? Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> say other buzzwords. Um, what makes me happy? Uh having the freedom to do what I want and then doing what I want, basically. That's a good answer. Um, that's a general answer. Let me think of something specific. Seeing dogs when they bound up to you and you can give them a fuss, that makes me happy. <laughs> have you got a dog? I've got two, but my ex has them now, so I kind of don't uh, have a dog anymore. But um, just, you know, when you're out and about and a dog just comes up to you, running up to you and you give it a fuss and it's all lovely and that makes me very happy. Oh. We sometimes count the dogs. We go on a walk and we're like, we saw four dogs today. Yes, it's a good day. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah no i agree i've got a, i've got a 13 year old dog and yeah oh. he's very cute 13 quite old though isn't it now it's 13 quite cat. old yes it depends on the dog but yeah it's, it's getting there oh no okay let's change <laughs> let's change subjects <laughs> um, and if you could choose one day in your life to live over and over again like groundhog day what day would it be hmm the day I went to Alton Towers with my family. <laughs> <laughs> really? Was it, was it a day that like you had no cues on like Nemesis and stuff? No, I did not. I did not roller coasters. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You know, maybe. It would, I mean, there's so many good days. Like I've done like fun America road trips that I do over and over. I've got family barbecues in the back garden that I do over and over. You know, lots of different reasons for lots of different things. Um, oh, yeah. Nice. <laughs> so it's like you've had a happy lots of happy times this is always lovely to hear it's always lovely to hear. um has there been a specific turning point in your career at all you know something perhaps a certain wedding or award or workshop or conference or anything really that's had a major impact on you oh i would actually say honestly meeting todd has been a, had a massive impact because he encouraged me to be myself he encouraged me i wanted to shave my hair and get a mohawk and my ex was like uh, no way and Todd was like yeah that would look so cool and like I was wearing like black navy grey a lot before and now I see these colourful clothes and he's like yeah go for it they're amazing you'll look so great and so he really encourages to be for me to be myself and that has helped because now my I've made my brand more gutsy and colourful I've put myself out there more like if you look through my Instagram it goes from average and then i put some like funky colored frames around it and i get more gutsy with it and um yeah i think it was a real turning point to have someone in my life who encouraged me to be myself more oh that's super cool that's super <laughs> lovely that's super lo- is he there now is he there with his like ear to the, the door he's in the other room <laughs> <laughs> oh, i hope he listens to it back and uh, I hope so. <laughs> yeah that's really lovely that's really 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 nice um is that look like, because you're such a positive very very positive person but is there anything that bugs you at all about our industry oh oh good question (laughs) oh oh i don't know um (laughs) there's two sides there's like the photographer side and then there's the weddings side um and i guess the sort of things about weddings is what we'd all say like seeing the same thing over and over again and people thinking it's original that sort of stuff um 
and like sexist jokes during speeches. But on the uh, on the <laughs> photographer's side, I guess it's I love sense of community in in various places and things like that. Um, I'm not part. I, I don't love cliques, um, but I, I tend to stay away from things like that. So I don't really get involved. I just love it when people are nice to each other and friendly and help each other out and and mm. stuff. So anything that's sort of against that makes me unhappy. <laughs> oh no, I totally get that. Yeah, I totally get that. Overall, it's a very friendly scene, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Like it's ridiculous. Other industries do not have what we have. Mm, it's quite it's, amazing. It is proper cool. It's proper cool. Yeah, proper cool um cool i think we've got time just a couple more questions anna this has been, it's been really fun this is really fun oh, good. i've, <laughs> I've laughed a lot oh good <laughs> um do you think about the future at all you know whether you'll still be shooting in 10 years time do you, do you ever think about it no <laughs> no that's good that's a good simple answer <laughs> i really hated it when someone would ask me in a job interview where do you see yourself in five years i'm like i don't know i don't want to know like that's the brilliance of life is that we don't know and you know you yeah. get an inquiry for five years time you're like really i could be living in the antarctic by then like <laughs> i don't, yeah. don't want to know where i mean obviously like the sensible thing is to plan financially and have an exit plan and all that and i think my membership and the course and everything is a way of not having to retire as a wedding photographer at 65 because that would be you know weird um you know we can't do it forever but yeah. That's true. So I am always thinking of business ideas because that's kind of how my brain works. But it's not because I want a retirement plan. It's because I'm excited by different ideas. Um, mm, so I kind of live for the day, honestly. My mind changes day to day on different ideas I have and stuff. So honestly, thinking too far in the future is pointless because it will change. Oh, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I totally get that. <laughs> I'm like, it's exciting doing different things as well, though, isn't yeah. it? Starting new things. And I do yeah. love that. And we're lucky to be in a position where we can do that. Part of it's luck, obviously, it is. But I guess part, part of it is drive as well. Situation. Yeah, exactly. We could have a day job, but we put ourselves in the situation of being self-employed. And mm -hmm. yeah, we have the choice to do what we want with that. And uh, yeah. I don't miss Didn't the day know? job. I don't no. Know. No, that's you said not. you work in, you were like magazine editor day job. Was that what you do? Yeah, yeah, I was doing that for various different magazines over the years. Um, cool. <laughs> did uh, the only one people would have heard of is Runners World. All oh, right, um, cool. Yeah, yeah. So that was good fun. Um, it was okay. I was mainly like writing headlines, rewriting text, coming up with ideas and stuff like that. Basically right. doing all the hard work without getting the credit because I wasn't like the writer of the articles. Uh, okay. Oh, well, yeah, that must have been a bit galling. Was that a bit galling? Yeah, it was. And sometimes you'd get a famous writer who got paid thousands for an article and you'd read it and it's like, this is awful. And I'd have to completely rewrite it and his name goes on the byline. And it's like, uh, so frustrating. So that's, you know, you're, you asked that question of, of why do we do this? And I answered it saying, why do I still do this? Like, why do I do it? Because someone suggested I become a wedding photographer. But why do I still do this? It's because we do get to do what we want and we get the credit for what we do. <laughs> That's so true, though. It's true, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I get totally understand that. Yeah, that's cool. That's so silly, but like we get appreciated for what we do rather than someone else getting appreciated for what we do. Mm -hmm. That's true. It's so important. It's so lovely to have. I don't know how many industries yeah. have that kind of like 
that kind of feedback that we get as well that yeah. kind of gratification from that you know like my wife's a speech therapist for kids which is such an important job but I, you know we can just put a photo out there we get some instant you know kind of you nice know. comments or feedback and i know it's like being in a band like the band gets all the fame all the recognition and it's actually the people in the background who are actually doing all the hard mm. work for a pop band or something it's like yeah. yeah, I want to be. I want to be the the lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Have you ever been in a band? No, I can't sing or play an instrument to say that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Okay, um, Anna, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask one last question because okay. we're, we're running out of time. Really enjoyed this. Thanks so much for your time. Me it's too. been really it's been really fun. Okay, big one. Um, what would be your top tips to help someone become better at the documentary side of what we do? What would be your top tips? Oh, it depends what, what you want to make better with your documentary. Because for me, my better, to make my documentary better would be to make it more fun. Um, okay. and some people might say they want it to be more natural and more unobtrusive. Um, how do you make it more fun? How do you get more fun captures in, in your opinion? I just act silly. Like a lot of the time I'm acting really <laughs> silly. Like I'm making faces behind the camera. And yeah, that's not pure documentary because I'm part of the scene then. I'm maybe, I may be having something to do with how they behave. But for me, that is the fun of a wedding. People are being silly. There's not, you know, a wedding day must go like this. And this is how we document oh, yeah. it laughs at me that's still happening on the wedding day <laughs> yeah totally. No, totally my couples that. like me and I'm, I'm basically a guest so why shouldn't I you know make someone enjoy themselves and laugh and so mm. there's like one of the photos on my website that most couples book me for which was years ago is okay. these girls um they're sort of pressing their faces up against the glass um and what happened was that on the other side of the glass where I was there was a popcorn table and I was there stuffing my face with popcorn. <laughs> and uh, they caught me. They looked up through the glass. The bride and some of her friends caught me, looked up through the glass. And I was like, oh, whoa, crap, with popcorn in my cheek. <laughs> so I walked up to the window and I pressed my mouth against the window <laughs> to be like, just to be silly. <laughs> so they all did it back to me. They all pressed their faces up against the glass to back to me. And oh, I got that photo. Cool. So like, you know, I did sort of kind of, have a hand in that happening but it was a silly thing that happened on their wedding day that to them it wasn't a posed picture it's something that happened yeah yeah and, and it's a photo that people buy book me for um so it's i would cool just it's kind of a reflection of yourself in what you're capturing that's yeah. yes because it's always going to be a reflection of yourself like mm. even if you're completely hiding in the bushes it's going to be a reflection of how you see things anyway mm. yeah yeah um, definitely so I do. I would just say, like, yeah, to get a better documentary, I'd say have really have good people skills. Develop a great skill. <laughs> <laughs> just like be natural and normal and human with people, and make funny faces and smile at people, <laughs> and just be part of the wedding. Um, and people are much more relaxed with you then. They don't feel like they have to turn and smile at the camera because you're just being silly. Yeah, that's so true. Mm, great <laughs> advice. That's so cool. It's cool as well that you get feedback from your couples about like kind of which images they love then. You said that you kind of oh, booked couples from that image. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes they tell me that. But I've actually started recently on my contact form saying, what is it you love about my photography? Oh. Or why have you chosen us or something like that? So and so I ask on the booking form too, why did you choose to book us? Um, and sometimes they say it's that photo. Sometimes they say it's my website, my personality, the colourfulness, the naturalness, all these sorts of things. But yeah that photo comes up <laughs> i think that's a really cool idea to ask people like why it, why yeah. are you inquiring with me but in particular i think that's a really yeah, good exactly. idea it's yeah. so insightful because then you know what to do more of yeah. <laughs> resonating 
I think that's a really good idea. I'm going to, I'm going to add that. Are you, <laughs> I talk on these podcasts and say, I need to do more things like take more photos <laughs> of my family or like, I don't know. And then I just don't. So I need to no. actually do these things. I'll hold you accountable. <laughs> yes. You can check the website. Can't you? That's an easy thing. Oh, I will. Oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Anna, thank you so much for today. Thank you. It's been so oh, fun. Oh, I've really enjoyed it. But as I say, I've laughed a lot. It's been oh, really good. funny. Really good. <laughs> and you've shared some such great stories and great actionable advice and tips for oh, everyone. Good. So Excellent. thank you. It's been awesome. Um, yeah. And as I said before, anyone's listening now, just head to thisreportage.com. I'll include a link through to Anna's site and um, her kick-ass uh, membership as well and details about that. People yeah, get onto that because I'm sure that is great. Um <laughs> Yeah, and, and as I said, Anna did a video for us about website uh, tips, and it was so good as well. So if you're a TIR member, you can check that out. And yeah, I mean, I hope you have a, a good year going ahead now. I, I guess you've got Thank quite you. a few booked in for like June onwards and stuff. Yeah, I think about 22, but they're all in like those three months, June, July, August. It's going to be a wow. bit mad. That is going to be mad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, especially after but, nothing. <laughs> yeah, but fingers crossed they do go. It's looking positive. Yeah. It's looking positive. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah oh well cool and hopefully i'll see you at some point this year that'd be nice that'd be lovely yeah that'd be really nice let's uh let's host a big kick-ass this is reportage get together <laughs> yeah be brighton. Fun. You can go to brighton <laughs> <laughs> no i want to go to brighton i want to go to brighton yeah cool uh, anna you keep well have a good have a good year yes you too thank you bye <laughs> you've been listening to the 77th episode of the this is reportage podcast and it was just so much fun to chat to. Hope you enjoyed listening. Head to thisisreportage.com for a link through to Anna's website and see the couple of images that she talks about on the episode. You can also head to kickassphotographers.com for more details about all the different training options that Anna offers, including membership. I've had a little sneak peek of this and from the content I've seen so far, along with how great the video is that she did for TIR members, I know that what Anna offers through this will be incredibly valuable. We have lots more episodes of the podcast available where we speak to wedding and family photographers from all over the world, delve into our back catalogue to hear from the likes of Stephen Hairshaft, Fabio Marula, Alison Bounce, Sam Docker, Ninka Kudyk, Lisa Hu Chen, Rowena Meadows, Emma Collins, The Framers, Dan Morris, Sana de Block, and many more too. If you're not yet a member of this reportage or this reportage family, check out all the benefits of joining us, including an unlimited number of images on your profile, 60 individual award and 18 story award entries per year, invites to our physical meetups and parties, exclusive discounts, hours of educational videos featuring tips and advice from some of the world's best photographers, and much more. The submission deadline is just a few days away now for our next award collections. The deadline is the same for both our wedding site and our family site. Submit by 2359 BST on 24th of May 2021. No poses, nothing staged. This is Repertage. And this is bye for now. <laughs>